Speaker Talk, Caught in the Middle by Paramore. Dana, tell us who you are. Oh, that's a loaded question. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I am a person, (laughs) a human being. That's a good start. I am someone in their late 20s who is sad a lot, but also really likes cool things like music a lot and weird things and nerdy things. <laughs> I feel like that's maybe the only like kind of succinct way to explain me. Also, I love dogs to like an alarming degree. <laughs> that's what makes you a good person, I think. That's probably why we get along. Yeah, I am about to steal dogs from people at all times, even though I have a dog of my own. <laughs> <laughs> I like your description of yourself because you chose Paramore's Caught in the Middle, which is like a happy song about being sad, kind of? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was automatically gonna choose like anything from this album. Uh, it was just a matter of what I was gonna choose from this album. Because so far in 2017, I don't think I've listened to any singular album front to back as many times uh, as this specific album. It was released in like April and I probably haven't gone a single week without at least listening to one song from this album since then. Uh, Or maybe it was May. So that's like a good like six months of listening to this constantly yeah after laughter is such a good title too yeah and they've described the reason that they they call it after laughter is they like it's supposed to like kind of give you the feeling that you have like after like laughing Mm. which i think is like a really interesting idea to explore but this particular song came at a very good time just this album in general kind of came at a very good time and the song kind of I, when I first listened to it, like the first time I heard it on the album, I was like thinking about it, and I was like listening to the lyrics. I was like, "Oh, yeah, no, that's uh, that's about right. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 what, yeah, mm-hmm." And I had that feeling with like a lot of a lot of tracks, but like this one in particular, for right now at like the time of my existence, is very kind of it's it's very it's very encompassing Mm because it's like definitely from the perspective of someone who's in their late 20s and like i'm the same age as uh as most of the people in the band and Haley williams in particular i'm literally like her birthday is like 10 days after mine holy crap and that's awesome yeah and so like there's and the more that I get into this band in particular and, like, go, go through their journey, I feel I, I see a lot of, like, parallels in our, like, specific, like, growth as people throughout the years. I mean, granted, she's, like, you know, super famous um, and had a completely different upbringing than I did. But there's a lot of, like, similarities in the, in the way she kind of, like, grows as a person. And this one in particular, I, I'm definitely feeling the late 20s, like... I'm almost 30. I'm basically, like, dead. (laughs) (laughs) One foot in the grave. Yeah, and it's not in the sense that, like, 30 is old, but, like, you grow up ingrained with this idea that, like, by the time you're 30, you're, like, a real person. And, like, you've got your shit together. And, like, you've got a career and, like, a life. And I'm like, I still 
no, no, I don't have any of those things. <laughs> I, like, I don't feel like an adult yet. Like, it doesn't feel correct. But I also don't feel like young, per se. Like, like young, young. Like, and so that's kind of, kind of how I feel like this song is in, in, interpreted to me. And I feel like part of, that's like part of why she wrote it. It's just like, you're kind of, you're not really like a teenager in your 20s anymore and you're not really in your 30s and you know things things are kind of shitty and weird <laughs> and it's really hard to like figure out what you're doing I can't think of getting old it only makes me want to die a friend explained it as like once you hit your 30s like suddenly you have stakes like you have something to lose yeah, and yeah. you you feel like you have things to lose as a teenager, and you know even in my twenties I feel like I did, but now it's like oh wait like I'm so far along on this path that yeah I, got, I gotta keep going. It's like oh well shit I already uh, I already started going this way I uh, kind of have to keep going this way or else it kind of makes a lot of things like all for naught you know like I have like this like existential dread like I wake up every day and I'm like. I'm going to be 30 soon and I have not done. And then my brain, like in its sense of panic and anxiety is like, I haven't done this, 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 and like goes through this like list. And it's like, uh, what the hell? Yeah. Which is kind of the opening of the song too, where she says, I can't think of getting old. It only makes me want to die. Yeah. Like I instantly fell in love with this song. I Yeah, the first time I listened to this record and just that, those two lines hit, I was like, oh, wow, uh, you can just at me next time. Like, <laughs> I, I'm feeling really called out right now. You can leave me alone. Like, could you give me a minute? And then, like, she finishes the verse and I'm like, no, I, I, thought, I thought we agreed you would be nicer to me. <laughs> But she does a good job of making the song, like, it's kind of down, but it's almost accepting of what's coming, you know? Yeah. Or at least I mean, aware. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, like, that first verse in particular, I, like, me in particular, I have, like, this deep, deep, deep fear. Like, I have, I have like, really intense necrophobia, which then also, like, extends to myself. And I also watch, like, way too much, like, Grey's Anatomy. So I'm, like, thinking every day, <laughs> I wake up and I'm like, I could... I could freaking die today. Like, this could be the freaking day. Like, and it's like, what if I die before I'm 30? And then it's just like, then you go down a different path of existential dread. And it's just like, it's, I know this is like the musings of like a clearly horribly depressed and anxious person, but like, you know, you gotta wear it on your sleeve to some degree. I mean, it sounds and, totally normal to me. Yeah. And then I mean, like, that's a lot of like what this album is about. It's like, like her and their bandmates like are all at a certain age and like Haley in particular has like you know she has clinical depression she has anxiety and she didn't really like I, I feel like in earlier albums she didn't really like know it or recognize it and now that she's at a point where she's like you know like I go to therapy and like I like do these things and like I recognize that I have these things and I'm open about it this is her being like okay I'm gonna finally be like really open about this and like it's really scary and I'm like same yeah yeah <laughs> I feel that <laughs> gotta keep going, call me a quitter. 
So is the draw for you the emotional resonance? Like you kind of, you feel seen because of this song? I, yeah, it's like, and it just also like really fits into the greater narrative of the album, which is all like about, you know, like being this age and like having these like mental health issues and like trying to navigate being an adult, but not quite being an adult in like what you imagine to be an adult. And like this song in particular is just like, Sonically, there's a lot of really great stuff going on, and it likes to, like, kind of hide, you know, it kind of makes you distracted to the point where you're not really thinking, and then you, like, you're sitting there, you're like, oh, oh, uh, what's, what's this about sabotaging yourself? Oh, 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 man, wait, I gotta start this over again, I, I need, I need to listen, because there's other things happening, I was distracted by all of this, like, do-do, do-do-do, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like the incongruity of the song. Yeah. And there's a lot going on. Uh, there's a lot of that going on consistently, like, throughout the album. But I feel like this song in particular has, like, a lot of, like, a lot of the good, like, like kind of polarizing, like, both sides yeah. like, thing where it's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like, the more you pay attention, you find, like, new things. Like, it's funny, I've listened to this song about a, a b- bajillion times, and I didn't realize until today when I was re-listening to it, the, like, secondary vocals that are happening during the part where she's saying, like, no, I don't need no help, I can sabotage me by myself. Ooh. And then I was like, oh, like, what are they saying? So I looked it up, and I was like, oh, that just made this even more bleak. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Like, what's the, that... Like, hard emotional connection with an artist is so cool. When you were describing, like, how Haley's birthday is, like, 10 days after yours, mm-hmm. I got curious. And Kid Cudi's birthday is, like, a month and a half after mine. And, yeah. Like, he's definitely my Haley Williams. Yeah. It's it's weird. Uh, like, yeah. Like, when I realized that we're, like, literally the same age, like, you know, it's just, like, it was really... It made me going back and, like, listening to, like... Because I, I didn't get into them until their album before this, their self-titled album, because, you know, in my personal journey, which Haley has also recorded in her personal journey, there was, like, a lot of, like, girl hate. And, like, when I was in high school, I was like, screw Paramore, whatever. That girl thinks she's so special because she has dyed hair, whatever. <laughs> her band sucks. And, you know, like, I, like, it's a lot of, like, like, jealousy and, like, girl hate. And then finally, I had a, one of my best friends, like, convinced me to, like, he was like, no, no, you, you of all people, you need to listen to them. And I was like, fine, whatever. And, like, begrudgingly went back and listened to their back catalog. But I started with their most recent album at that time, which was their self-titled album. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, well, crap. I do love this. And then I like kept going further and further back. And it's just like, it was weird. Cause then I like looked her up and then I looked up the band and like all this other stuff. And I was like, Ooh, this is getting like weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is getting real weird. I don't know. This is a little, little too hashtag relatable. I, like, <laughs> I don't know about this. And then I was like, and then by at that point I was like, well, I'm in deep. Look at me. I'm like covered in Paramore shirts. I got Paramore records. Crap. What am I, how did this happen? <laughs> but all right. I've got one last question for you. And it's always mm-hmm. a fun one, but also kind of like picking your favorite kid. Oh, no. Uh, what's your favorite part of this song, either to hear or sing along to? 
Oh, oh, that's so easy. That's so easy. Uh, there's, there's nothing better. There is nothing better than just screaming, no, I don't need no help. I can sabotage me by myself. Because <laughs> I, I don't know if I've ever felt anything more just like, like deeply, like viscerally relatable than like, man, like I don't need your shit. I can, I can like screw up my life entirely on my own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the whole like I am truly my own worst enemy and you're like, yep, yeah, mhm. Speaker tops. <laughs>